There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. There's no denying that Ricky Martin changed the game for Latino artists. Without Ricky, Latin music wouldn't be what it is today. He paved the way for so many. He said, Yo soy Latino y soy gay, y soy orgulloso de serlo. With that one sentence, he went from a Latino icon to a Latino gay icon. This sentence wouldn't likely have the same effect today as it did back then. But remember, this was 2010. Wait, Joseph, do you remember when Barbara Walters tried to get him to come out in 2000 during that interview? Listen, rest in peace, but she was shady. So shady. And the risk to his career was so much greater back then. Well, not much different, but okay. True, true. Well, we have seen change with artists like Bad Bunny leading the charge for a new generation. We still have so much work to do when it comes to dismantling the many biases that are pervasive in Latino culture. But we do have Ricky to thank for part of that early progress. Ricky had reached a point in his career where he was doing extremely well. But something was missing. Authenticity? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. On today's episode of Becoming an Icon, we're going to take you from Ricky's hit Pegate to present day Ricky. We're looking back on his MTV Unplugged performance, his collab with a little known TV producer named Ryan Murphy, and his journey to becoming the activist he is today. I'm your host, Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And this is Becoming an Icon. A weekly podcast where we give you the rundown on how today's most famous Latinx stars have shaped pop culture. And given the world some extra sabor. Sit back and get comfortable. Because we are going in. The only way we know how. With buenas vibras. Algunas risas. Some chisme. And a lot of opinions as we relive their greatest achievements on our journey to find out what makes them so iconic. You know what's kind of amazing to me? How much we know about space and the atom, but how little we know about the sea and the millions of creatures that inhabit it? Okay, yes, Ariel, that too. But for the moment, come back to me and focus on earthly beings, (sighs) specifically Mr. Martin and how consistent he's been throughout his life. Um, that too, sure. So after life, his third English album, 
Ricky was looking for a connection and a sort of intimacy with his fans. So what did he do? I know what I wish he did, but MTV Unplugged. The raw sounds, the moodiness, the vibes was so 90s. Ricky isn't the first singer to use Unplugged as a chance for reinvention. Lauren Hill and Shakira did it, and now it was Ricky's turn. It was a chance for everyone to see Ricky unmasked, who he truly was and underneath those tank tops and tight leather pants. It would strip back the overproduced tracks and leave nothing but Ricky and his soul. I mean, he danced a bomba y plena barefoot. I'm trembling. So the set was performed in Miami in August of 2006, featuring some of his iconic ballads, as well as songs taken from traditional Puerto Rican rhythms. Now, during the performance, two songs stood out and would become some of his biggest hits to this day. The songs, Tu Recuerdo, translated to Your Memory, and Pegate. Get Closer. Oh, I love this one. Gets my hips moving. Uh, can someone get us a tambourine? <laughs> These two songs were polar opposites, but both were inspired by Puerto Rico's musical influences. Tu Recuerdo takes more from Puerto Rican Aguinaldo Jibaro, finishing with an Aguinaldo Orocoveño. I don't know what any of that means, but that song gave me all the feels. Oh, I know. And Pegate, on the other hand, is purely a Puerto Rican plena. I don't know what that is either, but that song made me want to shake something. Como dice mi madre, bailando todo se arregla. It often features guitars, el cuatro, and even bongos. Uh, do those farmers wear headbands and cargo pants? I was waiting for you to bring up his look. How would you describe it to our audience? Oh my gosh. Well, one, I would say um, it's bringing sexy back. Like if someone was wearing that now, I still think that it would still be attractive. I mean, cargo pants, maybe not so much. But I'm sorry. Was... Hold, please. Hold, please. <laughs> I'm putting on my style expert hat and taking off my podcasting hat okay. to correct you on that because there's literally no hotter thing in fashion right now than cargo pants for both men and women. So you stand corrected by me. Okay, fine. It's still hot. That's why I said the 90s are back. He can bring sexy back now if he wants. And the headband is so soccer. It's so like Latin hot. It was <laughs> it was everything. I love that you just claimed headbands as only hot on Latin men and women. Nobody yeah, else can be hot in a headband. Like, it's just, just kinda, Latinos. Yeah, whatever. And wait, are you letting the no shoes slide? Like he no, was... no, no, I wasn't. But I just knew that you were going to say something about it because he was freaking barefoot. Like what? Guys, so just to bring you into that moment, we have Ricky Martin freshly tattooed in a sleeveless vest type sleeveless shirt, a headband. It was a deep pulling v. back his deep V. Was it a deep V? Mm -hmm. It was kind of okay, like so... middle chest. Like they don't really make those anymore. Well, I have them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you would buy a middle chest deep V either. Hey, I'm not going to tell you my stores. Let's take our listeners to the moment. So there was the Latino hot headband, uh -huh. a very deep V sleeveless tee, the cargo pants slung like loosely around his hips, and then no shoes. And then no shoes. It was giving Casualina Jolie. You know what I mean? It was casual. Also, I do want to say, what do you think is stopping men from dressing like this again? And the way that he moved, I mean, Lord have mercy. 
You know what's stopping them is that they would be compared to Ricky in that look and he's going to win it forever and ever and ever. Like there's no competition. Nobody can do that look hotter than Ricky Martin. His performance was so good. It felt like he was back the way he was really, truly moving his hips and just the way his hand language was happening. You could just tell he was just really in it. I agree with you 1000%. The intimacy that that stage and that venue and that medium allows him, I felt watching it from home. Like we were on vacay with like our older cousin Ricky at his beach house in Rincon. And we were like just doing a jam session like out on the deck. Mm -hmm. And then we got Liddy and then it turned into a full living room fiesta. That is what it felt like watching MTV Unplugged. And y'all, if you haven't watched it, I highly suggest you YouTube it and just skip right on through to Pegate. Now for his other song, Tu Recuerdo, Martin sat down with Spanish singer Maria del Mar Rodriguez Carnero, or let's just call her La Mari, as she's known, and Puerto Rican record producer and singer Tommy Torres. This song was the most popular song of the night and actually went on to become his next lead single. It made everyone swoon. Also saying the word swoon just also takes it back to the 90s. Very on brand. Swoon might be posed for a comeback. Like, let's use it. (gasps) Are we bringing back swoon? I challenge you to use it one more time in this episode. Shut your butt. Game (laughs) on. Now, this song allowed us to see a softer and more pace Ricky with deeply emotional lyrics. And the official Unplugged album was number one on the top Latin albums. It also won two Latin Grammy Awards and was nominated for Album of the Year. Ricky Martin then went on to bring all of this success and love back to his homeland. He went on tour again on the Black and White Tour in 2007, which had four sold-out shows at El Choli. Good old El Choli. Ricky Martin paving the way for Bad Bunny to cause chaos in 2022. How far we've come. He then released his first Italian song, Non Siamo Soli, We Are Not Alone, which was a duet with Italian singer Eros Ramazzotti. Um, excuse me, why wasn't Ricky on season two of White Lotus? I need to speak to the manager. But with Ricky, as soon as he finds himself musically, he finds himself tempted by another calling. What? Oh, he told you about that? I guess it's not DL anymore. So yeah, Ricky and I are... I'm just ignoring you. I'm moving on. Let's just say he went back to his first love, a.k.a. not Joseph. Uh In February 2012, he had a guest role on Glee as Spanish teacher David Martinez. Oh my God, start. Remember when Glee was a thing? As soon as he wrapped the show, he took on the role of Che in the Broadway revival of the musical Evita. Now that was a look. The facial hair he had going on again. What's stopping men from looking like this? Clearly, that look was working on more than just you. The theater's box office sales broke records six times. People were lining up to see this once-in-a-lifetime performance. Ricky had found the career he'd always longed for. He was making music for himself, music that expressed his taste and his culture. And he didn't need to chase fame or publicity. And he was acting, which he loves more than me. He was doing what he wanted to professionally, but he felt unfulfilled personally. He longed to be a father, but he wanted to be able to be honest with his children. So he made the decision to be honest with the world. 
I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Despite all the success and strides made in the name of Latino representation, Ricky was not all that happy. I mean, can you ever really be happy if you can't be yourself? It's one thing to feel so alone because of the price of fame. You don't really know who to trust, but it's another thing to not be able to share yourself with who you really want to love. Exactly. And Ricky was a very affectionate person by nature. He was drawn to other people from a very young age. According to an interview with Rolling Stone in 1999, Martin experienced his first kiss at age 13. Well, he was dating women on and off throughout his career. One in particular, Alejandra Guzman, left him heartbroken. At the time, Guzman was separated from her husband. And according to Ricky's memoir, Me, they began dating. But then Guzman got back with her husband and pretended Martin was her assistant. Damn, Gina, that is low. Alejandra, mm-mm. Later that year, Martin briefly dated Gabriela Sabatini, an Argentine tennis player. But it all changed when Ricky was on General Hospital. He met someone and started dating him. Mm-hmm. And boldened by this new relationship, he decided it was time to come out to his mother. Ricky recalls his mom being very supportive at the time, saying to him, I love you, my son. I'm so happy for you. Bring it on. I'm right behind you. The relationship fizzled, and a heartbroken Ricky locked his feelings even deeper inside and went back to dating women. 
Ugh, lame. He recalls, I already felt it was hard to be a Latino in Hollywood. What could have been more difficult than being Latino and gay? His mother had the same concern. Martin shared this. I think she thought, oh my God, it's Kiki. It's his career. I'm sure every other mother reacts to this in different ways. So Martin went back to what was safe, relationships with women. Okay, Joseph, I need your input here. As a gay man who's come out in a Latino family, what are your thoughts on hearing about Ricky going back and forth between men and women? Well, one, I'm going to say coming out as gay in a Latino family and his mom being there to support him is really, really, really huge. That's a big deal. And that really does feel like all the support you need for the most part, because you rely on home. Back then, it couldn't have been easy. When you hear that his mom was so accepting of his identity and his sexuality, how does that make you feel? I'm not going to say that it's easier to do it now. I don't necessarily think that for the people that are still really not accepting of themselves is what I'm going to say. Um, but it's definitely there are more openly gay people that it does feel a little safer to come out. Ricky couldn't be honest with the world, but he wasn't going to let that stop him from realizing one of his greatest desires. Becoming an icon. No, becoming a parent. Side note, that should be a podcast because Lord knows we transcend every day just to survive. Okay, okay, whatevs. Back to this show, Becoming a Parent. You're so funny. Ricky, with seemingly no partner in his near future, Googled how to be a single parent. I wonder if he was clearing that search history when he brought dates home, because that could be a little scary for some partners. Uh, Dateline keeps giving life lessons. Always clear the search history. Wait a second, Joseph. Can we swap computers? I am dying to know. Let's in- keep it moving. Well, his research delivered. In August 2008, through surrogacy, Martin became a father to twin boys, Mateo and Valentino. I have never imagined myself being a dad, so I cannot wrap my brain around what it is. So like you have a baby. What is that maternal desire like to want to have a baby? Why do you feel like you need Mm. to be a parent? Well, I mean, I think it's different for everybody. So I can only speak to my experience. You know, I'm different in the sense that there was a version of my life that could be joyful and rich and fulfilled without children. Like I was fully accepting of that. Um, But I knew that having a child would also be something that could bring me so much joy, so much love and so much fulfillment. And, you know, there was a time in my life when I was like, you know what, maybe we're not going to be able to have a baby. And I came to full acceptance with that. So I think for me, It wasn't like this need, like, oh my God, I need to be a parent. My life will fail if I'm not a parent. So I think everybody comes at it very differently. Becoming a father seemed to have been the security and reassurance Martin needed to be comfortable with himself in private and in public, because two years later in March, 2010, he came out via a message on his website stating, I'm proud to say that I'm a fortunate homosexual man I'm very blessed to be who I am. But the lines weren't always so clear for him. He would often ask, am I gay? Am I bisexual? Am I confused? What am I? Explaining, sexuality is one complicated thing. It's not black and white. It's filled with colors. 
When I was dating women, I was in love with women. It felt right. It felt beautiful. During an interview with Fama, Martin mentioned, I know that I like both men and women. I'm against sexual labels. We're simply human beings with emotional and sexual needs. I like to enjoy sex in total freedom. So I'm open to having sex with a woman if I feel desire. But despite this, he expressed that he would not be interested in an ongoing relationship with women, stating, men are my thing. Girl, men are my thing too, bitch. Like, what's goody? I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, health HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. El Ricky was now out and about and ready to get on the apps. This was 2010, so I'm pretty sure the apps were not out just yet. Ugh, you know what I mean. His first relationship after coming out was with a Puerto Rican economist named Carlos Gonzalez Abella. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Glasses, bond markets, macro, never micro, economics. I'm getting all hot and bothered. Wait, I didn't know finance bros were your type. Uh, they're, they're not. Okay, well, they're not Ricky's type either. And all that steamy talk about the Fed didn't work. So when that relationship fizzled... He booed up with Juan. Yes, bitch, you heard me right. Juan Yosef. So close to Joseph. So close. I know. Funny how that is, huh? Ricky posted a photo of the two and captioned it. 
Obviously, we're starting a band. Oh, crrrt. Soon, the Syrian-Swedish painter and Martin were a pair, and they made their red carpet debut as a couple at the Amphar Inspiration Gala. Okay, hold up, bitch. So wait, there was actually one app involved. Instagram. They met on Instagram, hashtag not sponsored. According to Martin, they were talking for like six months without hearing each other's voice. He later decided to take their online flirtation, IRL, and flew to London to meet Yosef in person. Now they're married. I get cute. After all those heartbreaks, he found his happily ever after. The couple then welcomed more children into their life this time as a couple with Lucia Martin-Yosef and Ren Martin-Yosef. Since coming out, Martin has become a very vocal advocate for queer rights worldwide. But Ricky has been honest about his journey and even admitted to having some good old internalized homophobia. Now, both Joseph and I were obviously raised in Latino households. I was raised Catholic early on. Joseph wasn't. But I think it doesn't even matter what religion we were raised. I believe culturally, I was definitely raised to think that being gay was wrong. Like, who are you telling? And I was gay. So 100%. And, you know, where you grew up and where I grew up is very different. Um, I feel like in El Paso, it was very, everyone is, is super Mexican and Latino, that I felt the wrath of God. Well, at least your family wanted you to think that you were going to feel the wrath of God. I mean, that's what they did to us. They yeah. made us think that being one way was bad. And by the way, it didn't stop at homophobia. Like you couldn't even have premarital sex or you were going straight <laughs> on the express train to Straight hell. to jail. Straight to jail. You know that meme. <laughs> yeah. As Latinos, so much of the ideas that we have around sexuality is informed by how we were raised. And I'm so happy that we're doing so much to dismantle that now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ricky is older like not to blast my boo that I love, but he's older. So that older generation, he's he's thinking about his mom. And now look at him. He's a gay icon. Pink News actually labels him a strong advocate of LGBT rights who expressed support for equal marriage since coming out. During the Ricky Renuncia protest in Puerto Rico, he was spotted with Bad Bunny and Residente. He instantly became the poster child for the protest as he was seen waving the pride flag on top of a moving vehicle during the march. Talk about living la vida loca. I mean, he was giving total rock star moves. And Martin's coming out was a game changer for Latin pride. Billboard's Lucas Villa wrote, with Martin's announcement, gay artists who had long kept their sexual identities a secret finally had a beacon of hope. If Martin could come out with his career unscathed, there was hope for other artists in Latin music to start doing the same. He added that since then, a growing number of Latin artists have either come out after years in the spotlight, or many have simply started their careers by embracing their gay identities. When we started talking about Ricky, we started with Menudo. Uh, every one of my days starts with Menudo. I thought you only ate it on Sundays. <laughs> Loki, I buy it on Sundays and eat it the rest of the week. So it's only fitting that he went back to mentoring a new generation of boy bands. He started by mentoring contestants on The Voice Australia in 2013, which was really just prep work for La Banda. La Banda was a singing competition that began airing on Univision in 2015 that was focused on finding the next members of the world's next great boy band. They were basically trying to find the next Latino One Direction or BTS. 
Uh, by the way, we love BTS on Becoming an Icon. We are here for that. However, Ricky was an executive producer and judge alongside Alejandro Sanz. Uh, I love him. And Laura Pausini. Can we talk about how thirsty Laura was that entire season? The way she was looking at those boys, that can't be legal. Hungry eyes. Lils, don't even get me started on those effing rumors. Listen, her words may have been about the singing, but her eyes were all vivame. Que sea un minuto o una hora. After getting ogled for an entire season, five young men were crowned and CNCO was born. CNCO? Oh, right. Like Cinco. Wait, they just dropped the I, so it's CNCO? Nice work, Ricky. Martin went on to become their very own Simon Cow and produced their debut album, Primera Cita, along with Puerto Rican reggaetonero, Wisin. In 2010, Leila Cobo from Billboard compared the group with Menudo, noting, not since Menudo had a Latin boy band melted our hearts or made us dance quite like CNCO. Pop quiz, pop quiz, pop quiz. Joseph, can you name a CNCO song? Reggaeton Lento. One more. No. <laughs> okay, so between the two of us, we can name two CNCO songs. And it doesn't matter because the boys, well, they're kind of cute, right? They were totally cute. And I could totally see what Laura was thinking. Okay, moving on before we get a lawsuit. <laughs> Jumping from La Banda to a new project, he reunited with his new BFF, Ryan Murphy. He's BFFs with Ryan Murphy too? As we all know, when it comes to Murphy projects, it has to be gay and there has to be crime. So basically, be gay, do crime. Ricky scored the role of Antonio D'Amico, Gianni's real life boo, who by the way, wasn't all too happy with the show. Well, you know, nobody really likes being portrayed in a bad light. You're not wrong. And by the way, that's why we are not selling Becoming an Icon rights to Ryan Murphy. The Yeah, we will. Write that check, Ryan. We hear that cash meaning. <laughs> Ricky knew this was the best way to ride that wave back into television. I love how he was creating another menudo. And then he was like, let me go give the people an award worthy performance. You think he'd be tired of taking care of four kids, but... No, he runs on caffeine and a dream, I'm sure. How do you do it, Lose? I mean, I don't, but I will say that when you have <laughs> kids, you're just like a better multitasker. I'm not going to lie. I feel like my capacity before kids was like at a seven, even though I felt like it was a 10. And now that I have a baby, I'm like, oh, no, no, my capacity is a 10 and I run at a 10. It's not easy. But you know what? Let's also be honest and keep it real because that's what we do here. He has help. Like he's not watching his four kids every day from like wake up to bedtime. You got to have a village. You need your peeps to help support you because you can't be on set for months at a time and like not have somebody at home with your children. So I think he's got a lot of help because we all do. Maybe not Ricky Martin level help, but we all need help to make sure we're doing it all. Ricky hasn't had many dull moments in his career. Sure, there were personal lows, but work-wise, he has always found a way to stay on top. On the next Becoming an Icon. There's so much we didn't get to cover or uncover in Ricky's career. So many songs we didn't even get to discuss. But don't worry. Next episode, we're going to catch you up on all of Ricky's life. 
all of it? Mm-hmm. We're leaving no crumbs. And we'll bring a very special guest on this episode to discuss it all. Becoming an Icon is presented by Sonoro and iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.